0: So, we suddenly decided to do a podcast about shooting the shit. <laughs> so, this is Shooting the Shit, podcast number one from Psychom.
1: Welcome.
2: Okay. So, we want to talk about ourselves. We want to tell you a little bit about who we are and where we're from.
1: Yeah. And also a little bit about uh, how we actually got into... Um, science communication, but also into research, um, and what kinds of research excites us. Beautiful. So we'll begin with you, Abhishek.
0: Okay. So my name's Abhishek Abhishek Chari, like born James Bond. No, that didn't work out right. Anyway, um, I'm from Delhi. I did a lot of my schooling and college there, but I was born in Madras. Uh, My dad's job took him between Madras and Delhi quite a few times. Uh, If anybody's wondering, he worked for Modi's Rocks for a very long time. Anyway, uh, what about you, Shruti?
2: So, my name is Shruti. I am not really from one particular place all over. I'm from all over the country. Uh, My parents are originally from the south. Uh, but we've lived in Delhi, we've lived in Bombay and we've lived in Madras. I refuse to call it Mumbai or Chennai, I'm sorry. Um, so I've done my schooling all over the world, all over the country. But I ended up meeting Navneet and Abhishek in Delhi when I was uh, doing my undergrad in biomedical sciences in Delhi University.
1: Yeah, um, and in fact, there's a, there's a story that connects... Each of us and how we, uh, we did not know each other in the beginning and how we, then we became acquaintances and eventually became really good friends and we used to hang out pretty much every day Um, and even when all the teachers and all the students would go back home, (laughs) we would still... (laughs) We, we were those nerds who
2: somehow never seemed to leave college. Yeah. And we were either in the library or in the lab or in the gardens
1: or... Yeah, the college canteen pretty much owed it to us <laughs> yes. to eat their crappy food. Yes.
0: Okay, so how did each of us find our way into the place where we did our bachelors from? So we all did our bachelors at Acharya Narendra Dev College in South Delhi. It's a part of... Uh, the Delhi South University. Campus part of Delhi University, but it's not actually in South Campus, though it's affiliated with it. And in ANDC, we passed from the Biomedical Sciences Department. Yes. We did our bachelor's there for three years. And so. How uh, do we get there? Yeah, how do we get there? <laughs> I got there. <laughs> I got there because I was useless at maths, uh, at mathematics uh, all through school. Uh, and I was deathly afraid of it. Um, I don't know why, but at some point of time, something went wrong, and I just could not put two plus two together and get four, I always got five or seven. Um, Anyway, uh, I stuck with it, and did continue uh, doing mathematics, and eventually realized how important it was in biology, and so I use it pretty normally these days, but back then it was a big deal. So, um, while looking for colleges after finishing my school, Um, One of the main criteria I had for not joining uh, another program, a biochemistry program at Bekateshwar College was that they had mathematics, rotational physics, and all the sciences that explicitly and implicitly used maths a lot. And I did not want to spend the first year of my freedom from school in a place where my hated enemy maths was, you know, more respected (laughs) than biology. Con- contrarily, uh, at at Biomedical Sciences Department in A&DC, there was no match in the first year and there were five different subjects, all different aspects of biology that were there. That's what really drew me to Biomedical Sciences. And I think it drew both Shruti and Namneet also there for similar reasons.
2: Um, I'll be honest though, I came to A&DC because um, ideally didn't want to go to Venkitation and I thought everybody was there, everybody who was there was a snob. Um, I did actually get through the, the the ECA quota, as it was called in those days. Yeah, both the me and Sruti got g-
0: through the ECA quota uh, category at...
2: Uh, for some reason, we were, again, those nerds who used to quiz a lot in school. Um, and so we ended up getting through that quota. But um, Avishay is partially, like, partially right, um, even for me, in the sense that I've, maths wasn't my most liked subject, even though I somehow managed to get through it. Um, what really drew me to BMS was their entrance exam had general knowledge as a subject, <laughs> which was something I never found in any in other of the courses at the time. anywhere in DU at oh. that time. Um, the teachers were young. The professors were not super old. It was a young department and the college was relatively
1: very, very less known.
0: Yeah. Some of them were doing their PhDs at the time that they were lecturers for us, right. as, as a matter of yeah, fact. True. Yeah. Um,
1: Um, For me, actually, the backstory goes a little bit longer than that. Uh, And uh, Abhishek and I were in the same school, but we didn't know each other.
0: Shout out to Mother's (laughs) International School, New Delhi.
1: Yeah, this was was the Mother's International School, which is uh, just opposite IIT Delhi. And we actually, we did not know each other um, at all while in school. And it was just one of those chance meetings I had when I was in class 11 and I met Abhishek and he told me that he was applying, he was going to apply to this biomedical sciences course yeah. at Acharya Narendra Dev. And I was like, okay, that sounds cool. I should go back and uh, I should check about this. And I, I didn't really do any background research after that. But um, once I'd finished my class 12 and I had failed... At getting myself admitted into any medical college across
0: India.
2: Yay for people who didn't get into medical colleges. Yeah. We were all... The, the, you, us three are beautiful examples yeah, of people
0: yeah. who... We really dodged a bullet there. Yes. Yeah,
1: it was... It was. I mean, ever since I was five years old, I wanted to be a doctor. And I... That was probably the... Those three months were probably the most miserable of my <laughs> I life. I feel so
2: bad. I my, didn't know yeah, you wanted to be
1: a doctor. And my, and my dreams came, came crashing down. And uh, I was like... I can't be that bad that I can't get anywhere (laughs) without, you
0: know. All of our friends in school were all preparing for, I think, every single entrance exam on the planet at that time. IIT entrance exams, medical entrance exams, you name it, they were studying for it. They were attending tuition courses at night and extra coaching classes in the weekends.
2: But it's not like we didn't try either. We did. We just ended up not... I don't know. Either we didn't give you uh, 100 and Navneet
0: are a lot more hardworking than I am. They actually tried for all these <laughs> yeah, things. Tried, okay. I, right. just, I just said, no. I, think, I think we beep, have beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I'm not even going to try for all this. Because I had I had a real problem with, with medicine. And I think Shruti and Navneet also shared it after a while with me. In that doctors prescribe medication after learning from researchers about how to handle certain diseases, actually all diseases. Uh, So it seemed at that time to me, though it's not true, I've learned better now. It seemed to me at that time, uh, to my immature self, that doctors were, you know, a little better than compounders or pharmacists in that they would, you know, (laughs) they would take research that somebody else had done, And basically spread it to the masses. I'm sure it was difficult. I I know now that it is extremely difficult when you're a practicing doctor to actually diagnose a disease properly, remove the the uncertain human element from those billions of patients who visit you every day and actually help them through a medical disorder and get them back on their feet as human beings. I, I applaud the efforts of doctors throughout the world now. And if it weren't for doctors, a lot of medical research wouldn't have been done. A lot of diseases which scientists would not have known about, you know, it would not have never happened. So, no, completely agree doctors are necessary and important now. But at that point of time...
2: Yeah, we bonded over a common failure slash hatred of the system, the man,
0: and
1: medical colleges. I mean, you have to also understand that By no stretch did we think that we were useless muggers. No, I mean, actually we 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 did. At some point we did not. We thought we we were decently intelligent. Right. And we thought we were quite motivated in whatever it took us. Um, But for some reason, we couldn't enter a life of muggery. Muggery? No, no, no. (laughs) Of mugging things. Of mugging lots of stuff
0: (laughs) Um, up. um, Yeah, we seem to need a reason to do what we needed to do with the rest of our lives and all our peers were basically just passing exams trying to get somewhere and it didn't answer our questions. We didn't know what we were going to do, why was doing medicine important.
2: And actually one of the examples is the way all of us studied in our first year and the way the way we went through the first year of BMS is actually very telling. So all of us, and this is something that I know a lot of people say. A lot of people say, oh my God, biology is like completely mugging up. It's just rote memory. All you have to do is just remember all these Latin names. All you have to do is remember anatomy.
0: The hell it's not. And, I
2: mean, it's it's not. Because all the three of us, we, did the, we studied the exact same way. We literally never remembered anything. All we did was take our textbooks and actually understand what was going on. We drew flowcharts, we understood steps in pathways, we reasoned out why a step should exist there, we looked at the same step from different points of view. So it was simply just literally understanding every single piece of
1: information. It was
0: more about connections, you know, mm-hmm. it was like there was a huge world of biology it is, it is a huge world yeah. of biology Absolutely, yeah. and it was <clears throat> looking at it from outside, you don't see it. But when you start looking at all the different subsections that are in biology, you can go all the way from, I don't know, we, what, what subject did we have in first year? Mm.
1: We had biochemistry, biochemistry we had physiology,
0: physiology, physiology
2: yeah. medicinal chemistry, biophysics, yeah. and pharmacy, and, bio yeah. and biophysics.
0: Yeah. yeah. The second year, we had pathology, medicinal chemistry, genetics, genetics. Yeah.
2: microbiology. Did we say microbiology? Microbiology.
0: microbiology. Yeah. Uh, third year, we had social and preventive medicine. Yeah. We what had
1: applied stuff that we had. Molecular biology techniques. Molecular biology techniques. Molecular biochemistry.
0: Yeah. It was just, yeah, pardon us for not remembering our, the names our subjects were called by, but yeah, we basically studied a lot of stuff and we realized that there were a lot of connections between different elements in biology. I mean,
2: hats off to our teachers for actually pointing that out. Absolutely. I truly, mean, yeah. They, yeah. truly. Almost, uh, th- we had the exact same teachers who would teach us in the first year, the second year and the third year and the... the, the trail they took from teaching us basic sciences all the way up to applied clinical sciences was amazing
0: and the breadth of disciplines they had to cover individually to teach us all those courses yeah hats off and
1: also the practicals i mean and the practicals. it it wasn't as if it was just theory it was just theory right yeah yeah that's right it was a there was a well-equipped lab. Mm-hmm. Uh, the practicals were well-designed in keeping with the theory that we were being
2: We taught. made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. yeah. And we had a lot
0: of yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah we, we made a lot yeah. of mistakes and it was part of, of science, not just biology. We had yeah. to learn from our failures. And that was, yeah, a, a lesson that, that got repeated so often. And I think it should be repeated even more often, even in school. Yeah. That's, but
1: also, I mean, I think being in a small sort of nondescript, College in the south of Delhi. We didn't have too many distractions. There were no uh, Uncle Tom's, Maggie's to <laughs> hang out at, or
2: we, you know, believe it or not, we didn't even have a huge college fest. Yeah,
1: we didn't have a huge college fest, yeah. and the closest college that we were to was uh, probably Deshbandhu College, yep. and yeah, and they didn't, they for all, I mean, for the right reasons, they didn't recognize us <laughs> as, as another college <laughs> in the DU. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, there was none of this hanging out and uh, doing other stuff.
0: If we hung out, it was to study together. Yeah,
2: Or just talk about science together. Yeah. I think yeah. that's, that's yeah. what it and evolved it,
0: into. We might have seemed crazy to people outside. I'm sure we did, even to our parents. But <coughs> it was like you, I don't know, enter a monastery or, or a church. It was a calling, you know. I mean, even now, I remember back in those years are bright in my mind. There's yeah. a... There's a sense of purpose, a dedication, and a thirst for knowledge, which was completely satisfied by that course. We yeah. that was the that yeah, was the good yeah, part. Absolutely. Yeah, that course didn't f-
1: finish your story though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, you I mean, went medical and then. Ah uh, uh, no. Uh, so yeah, so I was I was quite quite uh, depressed uh, to say um, after my debacle and. Uh,
0: Shivani Goswami, ma'am.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, my, my biology teacher at, um, at, at MIS, at Mother's International, um, she had one very important thing to say to my mother. And that was that, um, that I was interested in biology, but I could never do it to get marks. And this came right at the end of the year. Which I is mean, so
2: unfortunate. So I
1: spent two years absolutely hating her guts. <laughs> because she made the subject seem so tough for me every single time but well, when she said this thing to my mother it, i just had this immense amount of respect that just right you suddenly, suddenly realize enveloped yeah. Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah but i also sort of uh, she made me realize this about myself and uh, i and i thought that if i were to go down the same line of trying to chase marks i would probably never uh, be happy doing that so 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 yeah so armed with this uh, entrance examination for biomedical sciences not having the mathematics to study for more
0: general knowledge uh, was more
1: general knowledge was uh, actually based around uh, a, a very novel interview system at that that time. also yeah. Yeah, yeah. that there also was, there, there that's right there weren't many courses in delhi university which, that's had right. a, which had an interview which had a 25% component if i yep. if i'm not wrong yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. it was a pretty uh, strong one
2: and it was a so, bsc honours course for which there was an, there was a entrance exam and an interview. And I think that itself was quite yeah, novel. Yeah. 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 I mean, there, were, there was BSc Honours Zoology, there was BSc Honours Botany, there was Applied yeah. Zoology, there was a bunch of colleges that were offering all of this, but none of them had entrance exams and absolutely zero of them had interviews, i Yeah, very sure. I think
0: all of us had, you know, we, we looked at ANDC and Biomedical Sciences Department in, in two ways. One was that we were all afraid because, you know, this is a very small college yeah. In a department that probably existed only for
2: two years,
0: two or three years before yeah. we went in there and it was all new brand new and nobody knew about it. I I say that as a bad thing, but it was also a good thing because that was the thing that drew us to it. It was I this suppose, yeah. secret place existing inside residential South <laughs> Delhi where weird, strange things were happening. A new entire department and a new way of studying biology was suddenly taking root with young faculty. Yeah. Um, and yeah it was it was great it was great
1: so what did we do after that so yeah so uh, okay let's let's start with you Abhishek okay
0: so right after um, right after finishing uh, biomedical sciences bachelor's um, I did a diploma course for a year uh, in biochemical lab technology I believe is what they still call it at Penkateshwara College Um, it was a one-year course And the reason I did that was, again, out of failure, weirdly enough, because I did not get through for the uh, master's or integrated PhD programs at any of the uh, reputed institutions at that time in India, Indian Institute of Sciences, ISC, National Center for Biological Sciences, NCBS, Tata Institute of Fundamental Research, Bombay, uh, Jawaharlal Nehru University, JNU, any of these places. Um, And... I did not want to give up my dream at that time, but I knew that I could not um, uh, wait another year try for the same exams that I did not get through the first time over to get into the same institutions. So I decided that I needed to get out of India uh, and find a loophole and a way to pursue research in biology. So I did this one year course at Bencretia College because it would take my undergraduate education to a total of three plus one years, four years total which is what you require to get directly into a PhD program in America. Um, so, which is what I did. I joined the University of Utah uh, uh, for a PhD program. Um, and the the area I went into was um, symbiosis. Cool. Uh, on to you, Shruti.
2: So, um, just so we take it piecemeal by piecemeal, not, that, not because I want to interrupt anybody. Um, this is just to let you know how diverse our interests were and Mm -hmm. how much, how many different things we did just fueled and propelled by biomedical sciences. Mm -hmm. Um, Abhishek went into symbiosis, parasitism, Mm -hmm. ecology and evolution. I ended up being interested in the brain, um, thanks to like a really obscure presentation I made in BMS uh, with one of my classmates, Urvashi. We learned about Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and I realized this is absolutely fascinating. Um, of course, I did apply for a bunch of masters, just the same place that I've had done, so in all these big institutes. And again, I think I fell into a um, beautiful um, repeat of history in the sense that um, there was a new institute coming up at that time called the National Brain Research Center. And they had a masters that they were offering and they had an entrance exam for it. And I realized since I was already interested in the brain, it just seemed obvious that I was going to apply for it. Um, and I got through and I did a two years master's in neuroscience at the National Brain Research Center in <laughs> in a very strange place in a place called Manesar in Gurgaon, where nobody would expect a research institute to crop up. Yeah,
1: um, yeah um, for me, it was similar. Uh, so I, 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 I remember I, I was reading an article about. About how when squirrels hibernate, uh, they sort of prune all their synaptic connections. Is that
2: And seriously? when they
1: come out of hibernation, I don't know if it's true, but uh, there are certain squirrels which seem to uh, regress their uh, their uh, synapses and then they regrow them once they come out of hibernation. Wow. Um, and I was really, really interested about uh, by this because it had tremendous implications for memory, for development and for and for so many other things. But yeah, but the, but the whole developmental aspect of how are neurons born and, you know, how do they make connections with other neurons and, you know, how can um, you coax a neuron to make newer connections, etc. These sort of ideas, uh, yeah, were, were sort of um, inspiring me or, or challenging me at that point of time. Mm. Um, and I wanted to do a degree in neuroscience, but um, I wasn't quite successful with applying to uh, many of the places in, in India, uh, mostly because, you know, there were very uh, short, small intakes yeah, uh, mm-hmm. in many of the places in India. And I mean, what, well, a bazillion people kind of really. would, would enter in each time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. With
0: everything in India, you know. Yeah.
1: But um, I was fortunate enough to get a place in uh, in a master's degree for genetics uh, in the Department of uh, Genetics in South Delhi and, uh, and, and I think that was the next best thing to anything uh, and um, let, rest as they say uh, has been history since then uh, I finished that degree in genetics it armed me with a lot of knowledge about how uh, plant genetics uh, you know, are, are used to develop uh, new crop varieties, better crop varieties uh, how human human genetics uh, has grown as a field to uh, inform us about disease, about uh, human health, about human intelligence, and so on. And uh, armed with some of these ideas, uh, I applied for a PhD at the University of Oxford, which I was, um, again, quite lucky to get into. Um, and, and I studied the development of the brain there. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, yeah, um I I guess that's 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 where we sort of all ended up doing what we
2: right.
1: had no idea we would end up doing. Exactly. In. Yeah. But uh, one thing sort of led to another. Yeah. But uh, okay, let's get to um, let's get to our fields of interest right. and 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 amongst the you know the the, the huge variety of uh, biology mm. or the diversity of topics in biology, what sorts of what sort of topics do interest us so Shruti how about you starting off
2: so to begin with um, I finished my master's in neuroscience and I ended up doing a PhD in Switzerland at the Ecole Polytechnique Federal de Lausanne which is the Swiss Polytechnique um, in Lausanne in Switzerland um, I when I entered the program I had good knowledge of the brain I had sort of basic training in the molecular aspects so neuroscience is a very collaborative field and Everybody comes together to do neuroscience. Um, Molecular biologists, biochemists, um, anatomists, uh, electrophysiologists, physicists, a lot, a lot of people, computational biologists, a lot of people come um, together to do neuroscience because it's such a varied field. And um, I had like sort of backgrounds in all of these and I wasn't quite sure where I wanted to focus on. Um, For my PhD, I joined the lab of Henry Markram, um, who is a quite quite famous electrophysiologist, he heads the Human Brain Project and the Blue Brain Project. Um, I decided at some point, I think, um, that I want to learn more about electrophysiology. The workings of the brain interested me, the function, how synapses work, how... Synapse uh, how the brain communicates how the neurons communicate between each other through chemical and then electrical and then chemical impulses It was highly fascinating and the point that I could take a glass pipette and just stick it into a neuron and listen to exactly What activity goes on in there was just Mind-blowing I'm, as weird as it sounds it was it was just yeah. amazing yeah, yeah. Um, so I ended up focusing a lot more on Um, functional sort of stuff related to the brain so uh, my thesis was actually on a certain class of neurons called interneurons uh, that are present in the brain and they act as sort of the 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 yin to the yang of excitation um, that's already present in the brain so they keep sort of they they do this along with excitatory neurons they have this balancing act where uh, they regulate so that the brain doesn't get overly excited um and sort of has epilepsy all over the place um and that's that's how i got where i am
0: Mm -hmm. so uh, most of my research work has been with uh in the field of symbiosis and because of the lab where i was working um it focused on symbiosis between microbes bacteria And multicellular organisms. Uh, In my case, it was a relationship between bacteria and insects. As it turns out, almost every insect on the planet, the more they're checking, they're finding out more every day. Every single insect on the planet has microbial partners inside them. And these bacteria help the insects in very different ways. But In many cases, they are beneficial relationships, like they help them break down a sort of food source that they wouldn't be able to otherwise, or they give them resistance to fungal infections, or they help them survive at a temperature higher or lower than they would normally have survived at. Um, So this was the basic idea. Uh, But as it turned out, the reality was a lot more complicated and difficult than I had imagined. Uh, I tried a lot of different projects, but they did not work out for one or the other reason. Eventually, uh, I ended up doing a master's uh, based on the work that I managed to complete within my time at the University of Utah. It was focused on uh, a novel bacterium uh, called Sodalis precaptivus, um, which basically is sort of a still-living ancestral state of of the kind of bacteria that usually go and become symbionts in a lot of different insects. So it was sort of like the alpha to the omega of symbiosis. So we could take this Sodalis precaptivus organism, its genome, and compare it with all the genomes of the bacteria that had become symbionts in different insects, and it was like putting uh, puzzle pieces together. You'd have the full circle genome of Sodalis precaptivus, so to speak and you would have these smaller much reduced degenerated genomes in all the symbionts and you could just open them up and fit them into the bigger genome of Sodalis precaptivus to show how the Sodalis precaptivus genome had degraded and specialized so that it could perform a specific function in each of its different uh, insect symbiotic partners
2: basically he played lego with genomes
0: kind of kind of we we studied the reasons of the reasons for why a big genome would degrade and, and start, beca- you know, playing Lego with itself and becoming much reduced. Yeah. Um, but while my PhD was crumbling and and uh, I didn't know what was happening and the research was getting crazier and crazier, uh, I developed an interest in teaching uh, science because I realized that, that while you were trying to find out unknown things, it was also important to, to sort of... Um, channel other people's interests spark curiosity and and at least help other people reach goals that i may not have been sufficiently um fortunate to reach myself that's quite
2: noble and i think that's one of the reasons why he got into teaching
0: and And science communication i realized it was not just about me it was about other people and it's not just about other students at college it's about other people outside it and it's about the relationship between society and science and Mm -hmm. That yeah. is one of the driving reasons of why insightcom was formed in the first right. place. We all as scientists realized that there was this huge gap between communicating science between scientists and between scientists right. and the public.
2: And it's not enough just to sort of stand at the summit of a peak and say, Oh my God, you've done it. But it's, it's as important, if not more, to turn around and give a hand to people who yeah. are actually coming up that very same peak. <clears throat> and if you can make it easier for them, I don't know, uh, Pass around a few carabiners, put a few uh, hooks on the, on the walls. It, it, yeah, it, it's even important
0: a... because people are important, right? right? It's yeah, yeah. every common person on the planet, what we call the common man derisively and the public, yeah. uh, the uneducated masses. Every single person on the planet is voting. To put governments is in place is spending their hard-earned money paying companies and institutions for the education of their children, for their food, for their clothing. Every single thing that happens on this planet runs on the back of the common man. Yeah. And if yeah. they cannot understand the reasons for science... Uh, then half the world, more than half the world is a blank to them.
2: Well, they're, yeah. they're losing out on a lot of information they could yeah, be using to uh, make their
1: decisions. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting you bring in the government and mm-hmm. the people because um, we've recently come across this term, fake news or alt facts right. and so on. But uh, we don't realize that about five or six years ago, we had this wave of fake news around vaccines causing autism. And yeah, yeah. Uh, today we we might not realize um, but um, by, by by if efficiently vaccinating our kids, we have sort of taken care of many deadly disorders that uh, maybe 50 years ago, maybe hundred years ago
0: were killing swathes were killing, of people yeah, in every continent.
1: Absolutely and and, and it, it didn't make a difference whether you were rich or poor, whether you were in a developed or an underdeveloped country. Uh, there was always a pathogen here or there, it was polio, it was smallpox, you it was, measles, was whooping cough, was rubella, measles, rubella, was and a, uh, a lot of this was because of very meticulous work put in by scientists, but also uh, by uh, policy makers who, who, who agreed with the results that were shown by scientists. Yeah, and them. realized what
0: needed to and, be yeah, done. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And, and this is very meticulous work on... Parts of probably thousands and millions of people across the world in in governments, in policy making organizations. Yeah,
0: WHO was involved, UNICEF was involved, so many organizations.
1: And uh, going forward, we have similar challenges, uh, whether it be climate change, whether it be feeding um, everybody in the ever increasing population. Uh, whether it be keeping um, ethical, um, you know, challenges in place. Whether it's curing diseases. Uh, Or whether it's just plain curing diseases. So,
0: yeah, I mean, science has been changing the world from the get-go, right from the dark ages. I mean, at every point of time, the world has changed. It's not like genetic engineering now is suddenly making the planet more alien and humans more crazy than they ever were. No, we've done this always. Uh, uh, A Europe that was devastated by by the Black Death uh, you know got better after time because we were able to reduce the amount of infection carrying agents that were running around right. um, we were able to stop polio so the number of people who couldn't walk half their lives went down and exactly. people had more you know the quality of life improved and this has been happening all through the the human civilization
2: and just to sort of make sure definitely we believe that clinical and applied sciences have a huge role to play but we are huge believers that basic sciences need to be pushed. Yeah, that, Absolutely. That you Basic sciences yeah. are the yes. foundation yeah. on which clinical applications are built.
0: And we might not know what the implications of basic research are Right the day after we finish that basic research. Exactly. That's the whole point. Science is so vast and so interconnected. The real world is so vast and interconnected that you can't just suddenly have a brainwave one day and cure cancer or have a brainwave one Sexy. day and, and cure world hunger. You and need... We
2: all stand on the shoulders of giants. Yeah, so.
0: we stand on the history of of human progress and the entire Generations of scientists and policymakers who've supported them, and governments who've supported primary research, who've who've understood the reason why science has to be done unbiasedly, should not be controlled, should not be under vested interests, and should be done by uh, by genuinely interested people. Right? Yeah, who want to know more about the world. People who are driven.
2: People who want to know more than they did yesterday. People who want to improve. Other people's lives around them. Yeah, yeah,
0: and who are not afraid to say, you know, I don't understand this.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and mm-hmm. who are still not afraid to turn up in the lab uh, the day after an experiment's gone completely, completely haywire bonkers. and bonkers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it happens so yeah, often. Exactly. So um, I guess those are the things that sort of motivate us right. uh, to speak about science, to speak about science with uh, with honesty and with integrity. And, and with have, passion, with passion, and our own styles. I mean, we all have
2: our own styles. Mm-hmm. Abhijeet yeah. loves mm-hmm.
1: teaching. Yeah.
2: Um, Navneet loves talking about. Navneet loves writing. I love talking about science. So um, I'm not a great teacher. But and
0: making cartoons.
2: <laughs> I try. <laughs> they look funny to me. I'm sure they must get a chuckle out of some. A lot else. of our
0: blog articles are um, are, uh, are are written, you know, on the back of some of Shruti's versatile yeah. cartoons. Yeah, exactly.
2: Um, Um, So yeah, we we all have different styles We all do different things But we all have a common goal And that is kind of what we wanted to explain today And that's what we wanted to make clear
1: So this Uh, is uh, me, Navneet, saying bye
2: Saying goodbye, Shruti
0: And Abhishek, signing off We're in sci